Welcome back to Binge Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Yeah. You seem to be in rare form this evening. <laughs> what does that mean? It just means you're in rare form. <laughs> I, I had half a bottle of wine before we started this and a lot of Overwatch, but we'll get to that later. And I had half a rage stroke today. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought some pants today. Yeah? Okay, so... Are I'm you wearing s- them now? Yeah. Okay. No, I was curious. I saw. Like, I don't really see you in jeans very often. Okay, good. Well, yeah. I don't wear them often because... I don't have a curvaceous body. I'm very stick-like, so I tend to stay away from things that accentuate, like, the big triangle, like, downward, what would that call, inverted triangle or whatever, Mm -hmm. that I am with, like, big shoulders and a small everything else. So, yeah. Um, I bought jeans today. I actually bought them from Target, because nobody else has freaking jeans long enough for me. Go figure. That's not a problem I have. Right? You, it didn't used to be. It's kind of like a new thing where nobody's making jeans long enough anymore. And Express does, but they never have them in stock to actually try on. Mm. So, and I was like, well, I was at um, the Nordstrom Rack, and I bought some seven jeans, which are great. But I was like, I'll try Target also. I went upstairs, and bam, two pairs. 50 bucks. That's awesome. It's like the best deal ever. And they're actually long enough, so. Yeah, I, I always find pants that are like usually about four inches too long. You just chop it off. I just let them crumple on my shoes. Chop it off. <laughs> Is that your new catchphrase? Yeah, just, just chop, chop it, it off. off. <laughs> just chop it off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Uh, I know one thing you have not done. I haven't seen Black Panther. Deeply disappointed in you. I'm sorry. The world is actually. Yeah. Um, why yeah. Do you, why do you hate Wakanda? I don't. I actually love Wakanda. I love them so much that I don't want to disrespect them. Mm-hmm. I have no idea where I'm going with this. Not, nor do I. I really want to see the movie. Okay, so here's the thing. Me and movies, it's really hard for me to get me to the movies. Like when I'm there, I'm like, oh, this is great. But to get me to a movie is not the easiest situation. So the fact that all my friends have already seen it, and even though people say they want to see it again because they loved it so much they want to see it again, they don't actually make the effort to see it again to make me want to go see it for the first time. Aha. If that makes any sense. So uh, today, actually, I almost went to Century City and saw it by myself, but then I bought went on a shopping spree instead. <laughs> so <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, but yeah. So I'm sorry. But what I've been up to, I did a commercial. Well, it's been two weeks since we did a podcast, so yeah, it's I did a hot minute. Yeah, sorry. No, was, well, oh, you're apologizing to the listeners, not me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm also Apology sorry. Apology to everyone. Yeah, I'm also sorry. Um, life is fun, but I did a commercial, which was interesting. I got to like um do makeup for like a newborn baby, so I got to add like placenta to this like newborn child. Oh, you actually had to make it look like fresh out the womb. Fresh out of the womb. I was curious, like, what kind of makeup you put on a newborn? Yes, giving her like giving her lashes and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, give um giving the baby from the nurse to the new to the mother. So you're basically just slathering a child in gore. Um, jelly, strawberry like jelly, friendly gore. Yeah, all right. Then. It was pretty fun. So it was fun. I got to work with a bunch of like um little high schoolers, like thirty of them, for one shot. And was this a commercial about teen pregnancy? 
No, but that okay. would be funny. I was, just pe- I was piecing it together, and I was going for a ride in a whole different direction, apparently. I love that, though. <laughs> I would totally do that, too. Yes, but there would be gore. There would be so much gore. Oh, uh, and screaming. All on prom night. Oh, fucking Carrie. Like, blood <laughs> just pouring from and the babies. rafters. Babies <laughs> pouring from the rafters. <laughs> and babies just showering everywhere. Sorry, we but we digress. So, yeah, tell me more about the commercial. So you got to dress. But when the babies fall, do they make that like plush toy sound? Like I was thinking more of like a drop of watermelon kind of sound. Oh, so they're gonna crush and just break, splatter. Wow, you're rough. I just want them to bounce like little dolls. Oh, anyway, okay. okay. Our commercials so, vary there. Yes, but, you know, other than that, they were. <laughs> Fine. So tell me more. Uh, well, that's basically it. I can't really say still what the commercial is, unfortunately, but... But we know it's not about teen pregnancy. It's not about teen pregnancy, and it was fun to shoot, and nice. I got to meet some cool people and, and also um, work with some people I've worked with in the past, who I'm actually working with on a feature that I'm starting on Saturday. Nice. Very nice. Artist. And so that's going to happen soon, so I've been prepping for that. And then the last thing I am doing is I am haven't got the part yet, but I am up for a lead role for a feature film, the title character. Really? Yeah. And Stephen and I have been working very hard. We did my audition together, and and so it's the waiting game. I'm. I thought honestly, like this was in the bag for me, but now that I haven't heard from them in, for a couple days, I'm like, well, I know there is a waiting game, but I maybe I'm. I'm not as hopeful as I was like two or three days ago. Well, so. I'll keep my fingers crossed. That sounds awesome. Thank you. And even if you, it doesn't happen. <laughs> as I stare at you blankly. Thank you. Even if it doesn't happen, <laughs> like this audition is just more practice for the next one. This was just practice. Ugh, if this one doesn't go through, I don't want. I'm over <laughs> it. I'm done. It's it. I'm gonna be like, uh, what's her face in La La Land, and just go home and move to the country. You're gonna start do a one woman show. A goodbye, one-woman show Boulder, goodbye, Boulder City. That's right. Yes, she will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about you? What have you been up to? Oh my god, it's uh, so much has happened. Um, Todd and I saw Annihilation. Mm. I hear that's good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Todd liked it too. Um, it's it's an interesting movie in that um, it, I feel like it's not a total like crowd pleaser kind of thing. It's a little ambiguous and kind of strange, but I liked it a lot. Um, and also like I feel that people are talking about the fact that its cast is like what four or five five they're all female five women wow. all scientists like it's kind of cool to have like just a female-led movie like where they're all like strong women and they all are educated and skilled and good and yet like no one's really talking about that but um it was great i liked nice. it yeah i liked it a lot um but yeah very strange i kind of want to read the book now to see isn't it a series yeah it's a it's a trilogy it's called the southern reach trilogy trilogy and so but it's it's pretty, it's pretty short the first book's like 200 pages which you know yeah someday when i finish it oh the first book's only 200 yeah so it's a young readers no it's actually i think it is actually adult fiction it just looked it's funny. I, I actually sort of assumed because it was part of a series, like a trilogy, I assumed it was young adult, huh. but it's not. Okay. Um. So uh, speaking of like pulling teeth to get people to go to the movies, that's not the case with me and Todd. Unless. Unless it's Coco. Unless it is an animated feature. Yeah. And we finally saw Coco. 
What did you think? I liked it a lot. Todd liked it too. Um, and at the end of it, he was like, that was so good. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking pissed at you that we never got to see this in theaters. In theaters. And he was like, but there were people. And it's like, dude, we go to, like, when we go on like 11 o'clock at night on a Wednesday, there are no kids in those theaters. Yeah. And he was like, well, yeah. And I was just, and he was also concerned he was going to hate the music. He thought it was be all like mariachi and kind of get on his nerves because he's worked in kitchens so much that he is kind of but done with that not. music. it's not. It's not. And even he said it like, oh yeah, even when it was doing that, it wasn't that, that wasn't bad. And it's heartwarming. He, he really liked the movie and he was like i kind of wish we'd see it in theaters i was like you think i was you think i was about to like yell at him because uh, i really was sad i i got i missed that in theaters but we did see it like at home on like a 4k blu-ray thing and i know it wasn't mastered in 4k blah 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 but it was still cool um and i really liked it a lot i didn't get nearly as misty as everybody talks about like everyone makes it sound like it's this huge cheerjerker you know what though the thing that's different about seeing it at home versus the theater is in the theaters you literally like for example when like i told you when i watched the greatest showman i saw in theaters i just have a feeling when i see it on the tv it's not going to be as impactful yeah one of the same effect so i i get it like yeah maybe it wasn't as like much of a tearjerker i didn't cry though at coco either but anyway but i did like it though um oh did i was going to ask did they have the frozen uh, it might be on, like, the Blu-ray. You need to see it. Okay. Please. It's so good. Well, I loaned the Blu-ray to somebody after I watched it, so I need to... Oh, God, Rob. So when I get that back, I will see if it's on there. Frozen. I... Oh. My interest is, like, almost negative. <laughs> I like warm hugs. Wait, what does he say? I don't know. Olaf? I, do, I, saw, I, I saw Frozen once. Oh, God. You're as bad as Travis and Crystal, who only like Tangled. Hey, you haven't seen Black Panther. Don't be throwing stones. Yeah, but you own this. I don't own Black Panther. <laughs> Wait, I don't own Frozen. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like Frozen, though, the, the one time I saw it. Um, so what else has happened? Um, the Oscars are a thing that happened. Yeah, that was cool. They were good. Well, and I actually like the fact that there wasn't like a total sweep this year. It's not like Shape of Water won everything. I like the fact that it won like what? Director? Pieces. Yeah, it won director and picture. And picture. And like original screenplay went to Get Out and... Francis McDormand. Totally. So yeah, three billboards. I think everybody won a little piece. Sam Rockwell and Francis McDormand and uh, like I, Tanya, Allison Janney got her award, which is amazing. Um... Like, Adapted Screenplay went to Call Me By Your Name. Yes. Uh, the song went to Coco, as did Animated Feature. Oh, you know what? I didn't know that. Yeah, R- Remember Me won, um, as did uh, and I didn't Coco. I did care for that song so much. It wasn't the best song. Um, I think the um, Greatest Showman song was better. Yeah, I kind of think, I, I was, but I feel like more people probably saw Coco, so they voted for it that way. Um, excuse me. And, um, yeah, I mean, there was one movie, I feel, that kind of got shafted, and that was Lady Bird. And I never saw it. Oh, it's so good. Like, yeah. that and Shape of Water were my favorites of the year. So I was actually really happy that Shape of Water won. But, like, Lady Bird, it would have been awesome to have it win original screenplay, but that would have meant Get Out didn't win, which Get Out was a really original, great screenplay. Yeah. Um, And then a Director, it was kind of Guillermo's year, but, like, I would have loved to see Greta Gerwig win for Director for Lady Bird. Um, mm. And Laurie Metcalf actually would have been an equally great win. Along with Allison Janney. I am happy, though, that Guillermo finally won an Oscar. Me too. Which he is long deserved since, like, the early 2000s. Well, Pant's Labyrinth, he should have had it. Yeah, but, exactly. But, like, yeah, I mean, uh, I really like Shape of Water, though, so... Um, I even thought he should have won something. Did um, Crimson Peak win anything, like, cinematography or music or anything? I don't think so. Because that... Have you seen that? Yeah. It's such a 
fucking gorgeous film. Oh, especially so. towards the end with the the red clay. It's just coming up beautiful. through the snow. And Star Wars stole that. Yeah, <laughs> totally with the, totally. the red salt. They totally stole that. They're like, this is nice. Uh, <laughs> this is nice. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, that's a thing. Um. So this has actually been one of the more remarkable things in my life that has happened recently. Uh, so last weekend, yes, on Netflix, yes, Todd and I discovered yes. a show called Nailed It. Have you heard of this show? No. It is amazing. Nailed uh, it. Nailed it. It is a cooking competition show where they take three amateur bakers and have them imitate an extremely complicated dessert recipe. Like you'd see posted on Pinterest of like, look, I made these cupcakes that look like a penguin. It only took me three hours. They give these home cooks about an hour and a half to make these extremely complicated, very professional looking desserts. And they usually turn into horrible disasters. And whoever failed the least wins $10,000. Couldn't they literally have just anybody on that show then? Yeah, and they do. It's it's wonderful. And uh, the... um, Should I apply? Sure. (laughs) The the host is hilarious. Um, I think her name is Nicole Byer. Nicole Dyer? I don't know. I don't know her name. I feel terrible. But she's fucking hilarious. And the best thing is the show knows exactly what it is. Like, the show is kind of goofy, and it kind of plays with that. It makes fun of itself. Yeah, it's editorial, and it's its voice as a show is so self-aware, and so it just knows exactly what it is, and it stays in its lane, and it's six episodes of fantastic TV. They're half hour long, and they are just... Like, Todd and I had to pause it multiple times to rewind it because we were laughing too hard to hear what they said wait what's it on again netflix nailed it on netflix nailed it all right because and you know that, that was like i'm a, sold that was like a meme when you see like you know oh look at this thing and then you see this like melted mess over here and they just wrote underneath it nailed it like it's oh it's so good okay anyway nailed it is and everyone i've told uh about it has enjoyed it uh and then um but like also over the weekend a couple of other friends of mine just kind of found it on their own and we all compared notes on monday and we all we're in love. The show is so good. So, but it's brand new. Yeah, I think it's one of the best things Netflix has done in years. It's so good. I just saw something on Netflix that was really good. What was I watching? Oh, oh, we already talked. About, oh, I finished Queer Eye. Oh, you finished Queer Eye. I literally okay because when I talked about it last, I saw it was the day before we did the podcast, so it was two weeks ago, and literally the next day I finished the whole season. It was. So so good. I saw the gay guy episode now. Uh, did we talk about the last oh, time? Oh, it's I, so I watched nice. that one. Yeah. And where he has, he has with his um, stepmom. Yeah. His like cheerful coming out. Which, by the way, also, like, I love that they barely had to do anything to him. He was already pretty cute. Um, fuck, his and, body was yeah. epic. He was already pretty cute. He they cleaned up his he beard a little beautiful. bit. And his body was fucking ripped. Like, holy shit. Oh, you know, he does some freaky deaky shit. Well, up he, he had a harness already. Okay, he has a swing. Yeah, he's a he total has a harness. He's a total leather. He had leather. Daddy. Yes. I mean, he was hot. <laughs> but like, I have to say that episode, I, everyone told me I should watch that one even if I wasn't into the show. And I still don't really think I need to watch the show. But You should watch the second to the last one. Okay. But like the gay one was good. And also it was kind of nice. Like his coming out, I thought was going to be like a little bit of like drama for TV sake kind of drama. And I have to say it was kind of, it, it felt very real. And that like when he, he came out, 
clearly like he thought that was going to be a bigger moment and it wasn't. Yeah. And then seeing the acceptance and seeing all that when he breaks down, mom was like, it's fine. If, but <laughs> when, then, then he breaks down because clearly like he's knocked down a bigger wall in his life and it feels like a bigger step for him. Like, yeah. And I think he's realized this isn't about her, you know, and his relationship with her. This is a bigger moment where he's basically releasing years of pent up uh, or years of, of um, just years of secrets. Yeah. And they all kind of just flood out in this like emotional outpour. And that was actually kind of, it was almost uncomfortable to watch because it felt so real. And I was saying, I would, I would have been angry if I was stepmom and I've been like, wait a second, you're saying you're planning on getting married to this guy. How the fuck long have you been with this man and not have told me over the years? What the hell? Way to make it all about you, stepmom. Hypothetical stepmom. <laughs> oh, I've been like, excuse me, did I not make it easy enough for you to talk to me? I mean, I'm quiet enough as is. Just come and say something. <laughs> wow. You totally found a way to make this all about this hypothetical other version of stepmom. Wow. But seriously, come on. <laughs> he had some issues, especially in this day and age of people. Okay, here's my thing. There is so much information out there. And so, especially if you live in a city like fucking Atlanta, where like a third of the population is pretty much gay. But the, like, I think when you add the black thing in, then you have like a lot of extra. Well, a third of the Atlanta is black too. I know, but it's like the black and gay cross section is still it's it's hard. It's either, rough. Yeah, it's often I, you're yeah. either closeted or like super drag queen. Like I feel like there's a very extreme. Like you're either very very out and loud and proud. But it's because or the you ones are who so are on the play DL. the straight card because they yeah, don't want their friends to know, which is what he was doing, and it's really unfortunate. Yeah, for the movement. Uh, um, yeah, I know. I just don't understand, especially in this change, only because when I came out, there was there was before Will and Grace. It was before all that bull. I mean, not bullshit, but I'm like, come on, guys. There's so much information out there. Just shove your way through. It's like when I play Overwatch and I'm like, we're held at the door and people are firing in at us. I'm like, if we just stay here, we're going to die with no progress. We've got to push forward. Just push forward. Get on that payload. Get on the fucking payload. That's <laughs> what I say. Everyone, whenever they play Overwatch, completely ignores the objective. That's just how that game works. Which, you know, people are they're, people are missing the objective of their lives. Yes, they are. That's the main and takeaway the, we've just yeah, established here. Oh my God, I already love this episode. We said so much. <laughs> such insight. Already. <laughs> such insight coming from somebody who had half a bottle of wine. Oh, and, yeah. and somebody who's ready to, I don't know, scream all the time. <laughs> Take a Xanax. <laughs> There's, I, I could use one. Um... So uh, there's a little other stuff that's happened as well. Last night, I went to a Noel Gallagher concert. I saw your Insta stories. Yeah, which I love Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. The last two records that they've done are so good. It's his solo act since breaking up with uh, Oasis. Oasis, yeah. Um, And I don't really care for Liam Gallagher that much, the singer of Oasis. Noel was the songwriter, and I like his stuff. So the last two records he did were very good. The show was awesome. We had seats. It was so nice. And the show started almost on time. No opening act. It was over by 10. As somebody who is firmly in, in their mid-30s, all concerts should end by 10. It was a grandma show. It was amazing. For people who started with him in the 90s. And well, also, <laughs> as soon as the show was done, I went back to work to finish my work day. Oh, you had to go back to <laughs> Yeah, I had work. to go back. We were delivering something. Well, but still, well, it wasn't that bad. The important thing is I got to go to the show. Yeah, but still. Yeah, well, it happens. It happens. Um, and then uh, there's a new love in my life. 
uh, I have upgraded my phone to the <gasps> new fabulous iPhone that 10? 10, and it is pretty nice. That like, is stunning, most, and I like your case. Most fun feature. Notice how there just says, like, you know, notification, but it doesn't say what the details are. Yeah. Once it sees me. Oh, Todd, cute. It tells you what it is. Oh, it's like an iP- so like It's like a PSN or something. So, like, once my face it's unlocks facial it, recognition. then it gives you details. So, like, if you were to text me, it would say, Satine, and then it would just say, iMessage. And once it wakes up and it sees me and it unlocks, it'll then huh. actually tell me what you said. So, it's secret until it knows I'm looking. Oh, okay. and And I'm amazed how quickly is I Is it a retina or is it facial? It's face recognition gotcha. through that thing. And, um, yeah, I have to say, I, I'm really kind of surprised... How quickly I've adapted and um, gotten yeah, used. Britney Spears background, by the way. No, it's Heidi Klum oh, looking upset. Thank God. Um, but I'm amazed how, how fast I got used to like the different way. Like you, you learn swipe gestures um, depending on where where you're at on the phone. Hmm. And it's totally like a different thing because, like, yeah, it you know, looks beautiful like, and super crisp. You swipe up to go away, or you swipe and hold to swap. And go figure, it's actually reacting when you touch it, right? Not like thirty seconds after you decide to touch an app, and then it starts to. Oh, I can't stand my phone right now. Anyway, so I upgraded, and I love it. I love that. So I have a question. Yes. Whatever happened to the iPhone nine? Who is she? I where think, did she go? I think the ten is because it's been ten years, and they. But I guess. Or why they is go- it even ten? Is it just X, and people just call it ten? I thought it was the X, to be honest. And Todd was like making fun of me. He's like, "It's the iPhone 10. I was like, "But is it really? Because there's is no it nine. Really? He's or like, is it just X." He's like, "Everyone calls it the ten. And I was like, "Well, okay," because I know that Mortal Kombat X actually is called Mortal Kombat X. Yeah, it's it not is, Mortal Kombat 10. It is actually the 10th game in the series. Yet, Ed Boon said that he wants it to be called Mortal Kombat X. Yeah, but this is not the 10th iPod or iPhone It's in the, the 10th series. year, though. That's It's the 9th. Well, and even then, because, yeah, if you look at it, it goes like, what? iPhone 3G 4. No, iPhone, the iPhone 3GS, I think. Then, what, the 4, 4S, 5, 5S, 5C, 6, 6S, seven uh and then the eight and then the 10 technically it's like the 12th phone or something like that like if you count all the different sort of iterations i'm not even counting the yeah, pluses but why didn't they add a nine in there this is what i'm trying to say well yeah well because they released the eight and the 10 at the same time but why it weird. wasn't i know I, I don't know where the nine went now here's if is they the next one going to be nine because that'll be just really confusing i don't know i think they're going to figure out a new naming convention yeah, okay. like That's all. the iPhone 2019 or 2018. Let's call it the iPhone 18. It'll be the iPhone apostrophe 18. Year. That would make sense. I like that situation. Right? Hmm. You're onto something. I don't know. Anyway, Apple. That's why you make the big yeah, bucks. Apple, call me. I expect a bag with a uh, dollar sign on it filled with uh, riches yes, I, for this idea that I have. Um, but then also, while I was out at the Beverly Center with Todd. I hate the Beverly Center. Oh what do you God. think of it, by the way? It's oh, a mess. It's a fucking mess right now. Well, and like last time I went there was to get uh, some sunglasses after my LASIK, which I don't know if we talked about this or not. When I went there, there were. Oh, yeah. Three sunglass heads. Four. There, there were four I, sunglass yeah, you heads. I told this last podcast. Uh, yes. So. <laughs> We went there, and because the whole thing is under so so much construction, instead of, like, four parking floors, they currently have two. So, fun fact, they have two, or they have less parking floors than they do sunglass huts. <laughs> Which, they're down to three sunglass huts now, one of them closed, but still, three sunglass huts. They still have fewer parking floors 
than sunglasses. And the only place to eat still is a Wetzel's pretzel. Yeah. I, I, it's so weird. They're a mall that has not had a food court for like seven years. But whatever. They're, they used to have a really great Mongolian grill I liked. But um, They need to blow that shit up. Seriously. Start like, from the ground up. It's so weird also that like the ground floor is technically ground uh, floor six or something like that. And the Macy's men's department is completely diff- separated. But the apparently is... they're adding, I don't know if I talked about this last time, but a top, a roof rooftop level oh, okay like a park hmm. or not a park but like a like an eating area like the food court's going beyond the rooftop and it seems like a good place to throw yourself off of people are throwing themselves off the parking lot of the, the grove, grove already yeah so anyway but while i was there getting a, a phone case which i'm happy with yes I um, like it. it's nice i had my first trip to bloomingdale's Ooh, what? Never, i'd never been uh, it's just a Macy's, but with pretty much stuff. Yeah, and with like the the bags that declare what size they are. Brown, yeah. large, medium brown bag. <laughs> um, but like they had a thing there, um, where they had uh, they were doing a Nintendo partnership thing with like various like high end brands, where you can spend like you know one hundred and forty dollars on a button down T shirt that has the girders from uh, Donkey Kong on them and stuff. There's some cute designer shit. Mm-hmm. There was an article recently written, I think, on Kotaku or Polygon or something, saying like. Uh, wear this shirt to show you love video games and are bad with money. Um, but I ended up buying myself a swimsuit. They have with a Donkey Kong. No, uh, it's Mario stuff, but it is Cute. black and white pixel art in a near camouflage pattern. So it's actually like really striking. So it's black and white, but if you near. look closely, but if you look closely, you see it's actually all you know, kind of gamey themes. It's it's pretty neat. Hold on, let me see. I'll dig it up on my phone for you because mm. it's um kind of cool. You know, I haven't bought any nerdware in honestly probably like two years now. Yeah, crazy. Really? Yeah. What's wrong with me? I don't know. I've lost my touch. But, but oh well. Yeah, that's. I was. I think maybe because I was expecting by this time in our podcast lives to be just given free shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna happen apparently. <laughs> Um, well, I will get the the picture of this thing up uh, sooner or later. Right now, it's not uh, it's not um, loading. Well, while you're talking about that, I am tomorrow night going to a uh, it's not it's an esports bar in North Hollywood called Guild Hall. Have you heard of it? No. It's been open for about six months, and I didn't know about it either. There's the Donkey Kong uh, shirt. Sorry, super cute. Keep the going though. Did that. Tell me more about Guild Hall. And uh, it's an esports bar. I'm going to have drinks with this guy who I'm actually I follow him and he follows me on Twitter and we started playing Overwatch together the other night and we're like he's like oh yeah I was like I've never heard of that place he's like yeah and so I was like well let's go meet there on have a drink on Wednesday night since we are Overwatch teammates so nice cool we'll meet in person oh my god those are super cute so that is the new swimsuit yeah it's like black and white if you look super closely you can see a lot of pixel art in there but from far away it just looks like a sort of black and white I see Bowser thing. and Mario and Small Mario and the Bullet Busy Bullet, bullet Bill Bullet Bill and the sort of Fire Flower Oh, there's there's a Koopa. Koopa. Yeah. Oh, I see. Aren't they cute? Oh. Yeah, I saw them and I had to have them. Oh, and there's a yeah, uh huh, a Goomba. Cool. Oh yeah, those are super cute. Yes. Sorry. You should post this on the Instagram. Thanks, Rob. Oh, it's like, now that I'm on volunteering. the new uh, now I'm on the new phone, I need to re-log into all of our social media accounts. Yeah, that'd be nice. Wouldn't it be? Um. Well, and continue. I, I have like three other things, but they're all work things. But they got to go somewhere. Yeah. In the go. time since we've last spoken, I've had a ton of work go public. Oh, I did see the new Far Cry. 
So there's some stuff. Uh-huh. So, okay. Uh, right after we um, last spoke, um, we did. Uh, there was a trailer, a live action trailer. Yes. For a live action short film for Far Cry 5. It's called Inside Eden's Gate. It's like a 28-minute short film. It's currently available on Amazon Prime Video for free if you are a Prime member. And we did the, as like a 37-second teaser for it that was all over the interwebs to drive people to Amazon to watch it. Okay. And that was something I produced. So. Really? Yeah. It was like, I think it was one of my, like, first times actually, like, doing, like, a straight-up, like, movie trailer style thing. Because it was like, you, we had a feature and we had to make a trailer out of it. And it was pretty cool. Mm, I'll have to check that out. So, that is up. And it's it's actually, I really, I, I like the short film. It's better than it even, it's better than it needed to be. I saw, what I saw was a, it was a trailer for. But it was kind of like mixed live action with. That is not mine. But it looks like where there's for a live the action game. person talking to the camera, and there's like yes. slow mo about it. Not me. Did not do that. Okay, never mind. That's another agency. Um, Just kidding. Not me. But there was more Far Cry stuff. Well, that it got looked released weird. Mine. So, so I didn't want to tell you that, but it looked kind of weird. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, so uh, there was a Far Cry Five um, campaign called the Bill of Rights, where they were taking your Bill of Rights and rewriting it Far Cry style. So, like, instead of the right to bear arms, there's the right to arm bears because one of your helper people can be a bear. Right. So, okay. um, like, or a cougar or a, a, or a dog. Like, you know, and they also, like, it's the, there's, like, the right to blow shit up. Like, it's very much, it's your, you know, it's, it's a joke where they took ten sort of things and made a Far Cry version of the Bill of Rights. Okay. So um, for that, I did do I did a trailer that's out there. Um, if you see an official sort of Bill of Rights Far Cry package with footage, I made twenty of those. Um, and so like uh, they're all over my Facebook feed. I don't know they how much really you... want to sell this game, don't they? Well, yeah, everyone who makes a game wants to sell their game. I'm just saying to have twenty of them. It's I mean they're they're short. Each one's like twelve seconds. They're pretty fast. They're like Instagram story length, okay. Snapchats. 20 is a lot of anything. Oh, it was. It was a lot of work. But they're really fun. And, like, the nice thing about Far Cry is that Far Cry actually is a game that I feel like has um, enough variety that you can do 20 spots. And they're, I mean, each one's under 15 seconds. They're not that long. It's not like I made 20 two-minute trailers, you know. Anyway, so the Far Cry Bill of Rights. um, But, yeah, they want to sell the game. Everyone wants to sell their game. I hope they get a lot of players. I hope so too. Like I, as yeah, as a fan of the Far Cry series, I always hope that they're going to that you know whatever any game I work on is going to do extra extra good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I'm still really excited about the game. I've done a lot for the campaign at this point, and I'm I'm still very excited about it. Yeah. So I'm excited for you. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And then yesterday, um, the launch trailer for the final DLC for Assassin's Creed Origins went live. The uh, the DLC is called Curse of the Pharaohs, and yes, that was another trailer uh, done uh, produced by me and um, done by busy, the fabulous team. Miss Rob, well, no I, wonder you're going to work after concerts in the <laughs> middle of the night. I've been busy for a while, and a lot of it's finally out there in the wild, and I can talk about it. Ah, it's been like killing me. That's crazy. There will be more. There will be, more. but not right now. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what I've been up to. It's been all we spent more time on that than normal, but it's been two weeks. There's lots to talk about. Yeah, I know. That's okay. We can move on to well, that was a lot. Uh, well, I just wanted to tell you, oh, yeah. I saw the ritual. Ritual. The Netflix horror film. I'm not familiar with that. Oh one. my How god, was it? it's so good. Really? It's called The Ritual. It's a British um, horror film. 
And it's psychological slash supernatural slash has to do with gods. It's really good. And it's creepy. Yeah, it's kind of kind of got like a um, Guillermo del Toro kind of twist to it. So I recommend it. The Ritual, it's on Netflix. It's good. Nice. I just to add that to the list. That looks it looks neat. Yeah. So recommend that. Um, it was definitely a step above, like you know, those kind of like horror films that come out on those on Netflix or Hulu or whatever that are made for those. It was a step above what you would expect. He's directed two movies I really liked. Oh, already. which ones? He directed Southbound. Oh my, I love Southbound. Or maybe he was a director of Southbound. I think Southbound had a couple directors. Oh yes. Um, right. Did it have a couple uh, directors? No, I think they yeah, just. It had four. Because it was like a series of shorts, almost, but stitched together as a movie. I didn't know they were all different directors, though. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. He, he was a director of a sequence in VHS, and also he was one of the directors of the movie The Signal that I really liked as well. Hmm. Yeah. So, well, I've seen a lot of his stuff. Yeah. I'm, uh, that sounds it's very right good. right up your alley. Whoa. I almost thought. Oh, shit. I almost broke my chair. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. I'm falling apart here, people. We're falling so, apart. Hold on. I'm going to add that to my, my Netflix right now. Yes. I saw season two, episode one of Black Mirror with the boy who, or the girl whose husband dies and she brings him back as be a... Be right back. I think it's the name of that episode. I think. I could be wrong. But yeah, did you like it? Yeah. It was sad. That's with Agent Carter and Dom Hall Gleason. Totally. I was like, you're a bad boy in Star Wars. I know all about you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I saw that, and then last thing, it's not something I've seen, but my friend Rain, who I do a lot of work with and is a good friend of mine, she is, uh, she has a role in this series called Oishi Demon Hunter, which is a Hulu series based off an anime series. So she's filming that right now, and so if you see Oishi Demon Hunter, you should look for Rain Valdez. Because she is the bomb.com. Oh, and she listens to our podcast. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hello. She's one of our biggest fans, she says. Excellent. I well, didn't even know she listened. Hello to you. Oh, and thank you for listening. I love her. Yeah. Oh, she's also the one who got um, uh, um, Jamie to come read for the part for um, my pl- screenplay I did. Oh, yes. The table read. Yes. So anyway, continue. Nice. No, Your turn. That was like, was, oh, what have you seen? Rhonda, what we're playing. Oh, yeah. Unless, Sorry. are you, is there anything that you've been up to? Nope. All right, well, let's get on to the gaming. Yes. Um, I got just a couple little bits of news and two things I played. Go for it. Well, um, I played through the game Night in the Woods. Oh, yeah, Travis did too. I played on PS4, and I don't know if I had the same experience a lot of other people did. I just didn't, I didn't love it. Uh, well, I haven't played it, but what Travis said was it was good, however, it was way too long for what it was. Yeah, well, like, its dialogue is really great, its style's cool, I like the lead character, even though she's kind of a little hard to totally identify with by the time everything's all done, she's a frustrating character. Hmm. But, like, um, and, like, as a game, whenever it becomes, like, a game, it's not that great. Like, there's music mini-games and just little stuff here and there. But, like, they feel a little just like this thing that pads out the game and, like, because most of it's just walking around talking to people and, you know, building relationships and kind of uncovering your quirks and all that. And that's all well and good. The game is, like, eight hours long, which, to be honest, is too long, I think, for that. 
And my biggest issue with it is that I felt at maybe six hours in, there's a big sort of turning point in the genre and like a a big plot element that happens that kind of changes the whole game. And I think to have six hours leading up to that, that's exactly what Travis said. Yeah, it just feels like it suddenly changed into a different game. And yeah. if that's what you wanted it to be, that should have happened like one hour in. Yeah, he said the buildup's way too long for it to just end on that note. Yeah, because by the time the big moment happened, it feels it feels counter to the game that you know. And yeah. if that's what they wanted it to be, they needed to do it earlier. And if they didn't want to give you genre whiplash, they should have just finished out the game as we knew it to be. It could have ended as a thoughtful, quiet pondering of... Of, of issues that it wanted to uncover. Instead, it kind of takes on this sort of artificial tension. And it just, it didn't make sense. Hmm. Um, I didn't hate it, though. I feel bad because I feel like whenever I talk about it, it sounds like I didn't like it. Yeah. I liked the time I spent with it. It just honestly is a game that kind of perplexes me a little bit. And it kind of let you down from what it sounds like. A little bit, but I did like it. It just wasn't the greatest thing. So one to five, how many stars would you give it? Three and a half. So it Maybe was three. better than good. Yeah, no, I mean, it def- it's it's on the, the, the positive side of, of things. Uh, it's just, I don't know if it needed to be a game. Gotcha. That's actually, I think that might be the, my biggest complaints. I'm not sure if it needed to be a game. It sounds like it, it wasn't in the right format for what it was mm-hmm. doing. So well, that's unfortunate. Um, I've also been spending a odd amount of time playing a game on my phone called Balls, B-A-L-L-Z. <laughs> of course you are. It's so <laughs> good. Uh, in it, you... Uh, shoot a ball upward to a bunch of squares that uh, every time you are done with your turn, they slide down one step. If the blocks reach the bottom of the screen, you lose. Um, and as you fire your ball around, each each uh, block has a number on it. That number is how many times that block must be hit to go away. So your goal is, of course, to get the ball to like ricochet and battle. So it's off based off angles and geometry and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And as the game progresses, like you'll see an extra ball like in the game in the level. And as you collect those, eventually, like, I mean, at my best game, I was for every like time, every turn I had, I was shooting like 67 or something balls in that direction and then like they just rattle around and knock stuff out but some of those blocks i have to hit have hit points of like 120 so you have to it's really fun it's free with ads or you can pay like three bucks to get rid of the ads and i think it's worth every penny it was super fun still playing it sounds like a little balls if you ask me balls yeah but it's it's so b-a-l-l-z on iphone i'm assuming on android uh some people at work told me about it and challenged me to beat their high scores which i have not done because they are real good at it apparently hmm. or had a really great run i also played it on a plane once while todd watched and it was like it sounds like if you have to ricochet 67 balls at once, it's hard to like, what are you aiming at? You're shooting so much shit at once. Well, the you know, thing is like once you commit to a direction and you fire it off, they all go in that same direction, like in a row. So like, it's gotcha. not like you can change direction midway, but like, yeah, it's just, so I'm going to fire it up right now just so you can see balls. Um, so like I have one there, but imagine if I have more than one, you would yeah. just see, um, you would see like a whole string of them go and do this. And so there you have it. Like, and that's an extra ball right there. So if I get that now, the next time I fire two of them, now I got three. And then, yes, yeah, so you want to keep bouncing around and taking stuff out. It's really, really, really addictive <laughs> and quite fun. So if you're looking for a quick and easy uh, thing to, to pick up, this is uh, this is where it's at. Now, if you'll excuse me, you can keep talking. I'm just going to play. This I was going to say, I think you're you've got us both mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's All so right. good. I mean, I love um, balls. Well, I do, but 
What Plinko? Not Plinko. Um, Pegol. Pegol. Was it Pegol? No. What was the original one where you had the little the little paddle? Uh, well, on the Game Boy, it was called Alleyway. But uh, what was the Nintendo or the Mac one? Breakout. Oh. Was it Breakout? Maybe Breakout. Brickles. Brickles. Brickles is what I always played. Yeah. Brickles was my jam. I was such a great Brickles bitch. <laughs> well, and a lot of this reminds me of um, say, uh, was it um. It reminds me a lot of Peggle, like the satisfaction that I get from it, because it is sort of of that 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 uh, ilk where, like, really officially, this is not really a skill game. It's kind of. I mean, know, there is some skill. There's some skill, but like it starts with skill and it ends with the sort of whim of randomness, and that's actually part of the fun. Yeah, it's like the oddly satisfying stuff you see on Inst- Instagram. It's just like, well, this is just fun to watch. Yeah, like, <laughs> and so I, I, that's like. Because, yeah, especially, like, you can start off with a really great, you know, thing, but often by the time stuff is done, you really couldn't foresee it doing what it does. Yeah, because there's just way too much happening. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, super fun. Looks nice. I like your balls. Thank you. You're welcome. So, that's why I've been playing. Sweet. How's about you? Well, I have a few things. Um, First of all, I did not play this first one. I watched Steven play it, but since I was there, I experienced it. It was The Last of Us DLC, Left Behind. <gasps> oh, Broke God. my heart. Seriously, you already know how it's going to end just from the game, but it doesn't change the fact that it I love hurts. Riley so much. Ellie's little girlfriend. She is fucking adorable. It's so sad and i love and if you play it you're in a mall basically the whole time trying to get medicine for what's his name joel joel joel's basically her this all happened this dlc happens during your actual last of us game so it's kind of like a side mission it happens between fall and winter yeah exactly and so he's hurt he needs your meds your ellie's gone at one point in the game and this is you trying to get the meds and so you're going through a mall and you're reminiscing about all these old times you had with your best friend who was kind of your girlfriend at the same time because you had this like love relationship going on but they're also really young but anyway um and they go into this halloween store in the mall and it's so good because it literally reminds you of a spirit store it looks just like it you could try on different masks and like it was it was so good anyway that was my favorite part of the game but so sad and how much does riley remind you of nadine from uncharted and oh it's funny i haven't thought about her since ellie is kind of like a chloe and then the lost (laughs) legacy is basically them grown up if there was never the zombie apocalypse (laughs) oh my god spinoff can you say it (laughs) so good yeah another thing's heartbreaking even though yeah even in just the main game tells you how their story ends yeah um or how riley's story ends but um that it, it's playing through it even with the inevitability it was just devastating it's sad um it's so so good but they're great characters and it yeah. was it was really cute okay so um also played a lot of overwatch alfredo i'm gonna be your new mercy because i am a so fucking amazing at mercy but i love it you're like aggressive mercy right you're shooting people oh I'm so aggressive. Yeah, I take, yeah. I will go in there with my ultimate and take control of the situation because nobody touches my payload. Because okay? I'm, I'm all Healy all the time on her. I, I suck with her as a, with her gun. No, um, I'm pretty, from what I hear from other people playing, I'm pretty decent. But I'm also only level 30. So I have a lot to learn. But I typically die 
zero to one times per match. That's pretty good for a healer. So I try to stay alive. I try to do my job. I'm getting, I don't know what's typical for her, like healing points, but I did hit 10,000. So I think that's pretty decent. That sounds nice. Sounds it good. It sounds nice. Um. Okay, so yeah. So here, I'm coming for you, Alfredo. And, oh, and then my other ones are Farah, if somebody picks my mercy. Because I like to, like, rain justice from above. Rain justice from above. And Diva is fun. I like Diva. But she's usually chosen, so I also will default to Moira, but I haven't played her in a while. That's she she was somebody I kind of restarted Overwatch with, but now I've kind of moved beyond her, and I'm kind of a mercy girl. But Farrah's good, too, if you want to break up the situation. They're all clusterfucking each other, and you're like, motherfuckers, get off that area, because you're trying to just get out of my way. You got to shoot those little um, dispersing beams at them, so they just bounce all over. Yeah, anyway, so I don't know the words for anything. Um, and then... <laughs> Sorry, it's the coffee and the booze kicking in. Uh, Fortnite, I've been playing. And how is that going? Magical. Yeah, are you actually, are you enjoying it? It's awfully addicting and frustrating at the same time. Um, I have not played too much of it. However, I have already gotten top three. Congrats. Well, I, awesome. I got third place in one of my rounds. Nice. Um, I've played about 30 rounds of it. And it is, yeah, it's like PUBG. You yeah. just can build shit. I, I love the style of it. It has a really great sort of comic. The style's cute. Style. Um, I feel like there is definitely a strategy to it, which I have been watching a lot of really good pro Fortnite players on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And one of them I was watching, he had 65,000 viewers. His name's Jesus. Ninja. He's kind of annoying. <laughs> as they all are. I find many streamers are. As they all are. But... He knows what the fuck he's doing, and he's the kind of person that would annoy the fuck out of me if I was playing <laughs> against him. Um, but it is interesting to see their strategy and how, like, something about that game is you could use these walls as your shield rather than having a gun out the entire well, time. Well, a lot of people build traps, too, and stuff. Yeah, build traps. Um, rather than going for the kill, the strategy is more like defending yourself and then being able to snipe from your defense position. Yeah. Or kill them. Yeah, so. I mean, there's different strategies, and it's all very interesting, and I think it's fun watching these people, like, do this thing. So, nice. Fortnite, it's fun, and, um, yeah, it's good for, like, to build, like, a team. Nice. Have you done any Fortnite that is not the Battle Royale Fortnite? Just normal Fortnite? No, I haven't. Should I? I don't know. I haven't played it. I haven't played it enough to even get that far into it, so. But I'm always curious, though, when we plays Fortnite, not just for the Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah, I finally just ventured into arcade mode, and overwatch for the first time mm-hmm. rather than quick play so i'm i'm trying to branch out what's well, i like arcade mode uh, my favorite is mystery heroes in overwatch because it just gives you a hero any random hero uh-huh and this is you die it gives you a new one. Oh, that's cool and so it's kind of nice like it makes you, can... you it forces you to learn other heroes i also realize though there are some heroes i will never be able to do well as like like I, hanzo uh well i'm not as it's bad as hanzo so difficult as i am as widowmaker widowmaker is like my absolute She's worst fucking difficult too and like i nearly i'm, I'm about to jump off a level with her as 
soon as I get her because I'm that bad with her. And then that's why I found out how good I was with May. Because the, the problem is, like, with Mystery Heroes, like, say you're at 89 or 92% or 99% of building up your ultimate and yeah. you die and it gives you a new character, your ultimate is set to zero because yeah. you just started over. Which, like, when it had me play as May, I got three ultimates before I died. Like, I was able to play as her that long. I was like, oh, shit. People I... who are good with May are fucking annoying. Well, and I never played as May before. She's it was my first time and it was fun. Strategic. She's like, yeah, if you to be on the receiving end of her mayhem sucks. See, I've seen um somebody who's gone into a clusterfuck of foes. Do they throw the as wall May. up? Not the wall, but they go into the ice cube, mm. so they're invincible for a short amount of time. But then they'll use their ultimate, freeze everyone around them, and then the other people will come in and destroy them. I'm like, that's called strategy, yeah, people. That's some good strategy too. Yeah. Oh, May. Ruining people's days. Yes, and she looks so cute doing it. She's so cute. Yeah. So, um, cute. Have you played anything else, or is that... Uh... Uh, no, that's it. Is it time? Well, not yet. Oh. Sorry. There's little stuff here. I just, I, I was thrust into the game thing. Um, yes. Just, here's your update of stuff that's happening in various things. Backward compatibility. Yes. On Xbox. They added the original Crackdown. Woo! So good. Uh, they added Fable Anniversary Ooh. Edition, uh, the original Forza Horizon, and The Witcher 2, Assassins of Kings. So, um, those are all, those, Xbox? Are, all, those are all Xbox backward compatibility editions. Um, and this month on PlayStation Plus as your free titles for PS4, the Ratchet and Clank remake. I saw that, yeah. Which is I... fantastic. Yes. And Bloodborne. Have it. I know, but like anyone who doesn't, download it. It's right free. fucking now. It is so good. Best seven bucks I ever spent. <laughs> and it'll be the best free bucks you've ever spent. Uh, and right now, the best thing is... But also... Okay. Oh, no, go, go keep going. Oh, yeah. No, go with Bloodborne. Well, the nice thing is, because Bloodborne is currently free, the Bloodborne community has decided to do an event, like an unofficial event. They just, I talked about it on Reddit or something. And they're doing an event called the Return to Yarnum, where people like, say, myself, who have played through Bloodborne. We're not actively playing Bloodborne anymore, but, like, we love it. We recognize that right now, there's a ton of new people that are all playing Bloodborne, mm-hmm. and we want to be a part of it. We want to support that. You know what, though? I could just watch you play Bloodborne to the end, and I'd be completely satisfied <laughs> with that and not have to play that horrific nightmare of a game. <laughs> it's so myself. good. So hard. So scary. Um, but yeah, like, uh, so Return to Yarnum, the basically the, the online community is all rallying to Bloodborne right now. And they're all like, for me, whenever, like, I've actually played a little bit of Bloodborne in the last week where um, I've gone in, I've rung my resonant bell, and I wait to get summoned into somebody's game so I can help them. Wow. You know, Destiny 2 would benefit from doing a little bit of freeness. Like, uh, yeah. Because it is it is really cool to see everybody hop in there and help out or hinder progress. There's also a lot of people that are invading games now to, to take you down. It's it's super like fun. That. Yeah, that's part of the fun. Yeah. And the fact that, like, you know, and that's the, the bummer about the Souls games and Bloodborne is once the audience moves on and there's not a lot of people playing it, you lose that multiplayer component. And mm-hmm. multiplayer is what makes this game so good between Jolly Cooperation or the Invasions. Like, yeah. And so Bloodborne, right now, it's free if you have PlayStation Plus. And if you want to play it and you uh, want some multiplayer backup, now is the time because yeah. people are there to help. Sweet. So go get it. Wait, but there's also um, other free games. 
Uh, there's some PS3 and no, uh, the 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 Mega Man sequel. What's it called? I mean prequel. Oh, Mighty Number no. Nine. Mighty Number no. Nine's free right now. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so you can download that one, and I played the first couple levels. It's all right. I mean, yeah, it feels like feels like Mega Man. My company did the trailers for some of the trailers for that before I got there. Okay. Um, and uh, I've always wanted to play it. My my yeah. capture guys all know it. The the levels are kind of kind of basic. But the bosses are fucking annoying as fuck, and they're pretty cool. Even though I wanted to break my teeth playing one of them because they were just so fucking annoying. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to kill this thing? But, um, yeah, so the boss battles are pretty epic. Um, yeah, so my number nine, there was another free game too, but I can't remember what it was. It was something I wasn't that interested in. Um, but yeah, so my number nine's there as well. Nice. But I also wanted to add... Oh, you got No, no, no. I had nothing to say. Oh, since we're on the game still. Yes. Um, and we want to fuck her name up. Brigitte? Brigitte. Brigitte. I believe is how it's pronounced. Is coming to Overwatch. That was one of my news things. Oh, you go for it. No, no. I'm crossing it off. No, go for it. All I literally saying was there's a new Overwatch character coming. She's Torbjorn's daughter. Yes. She is a support role. Yes. With a, a spiked flail as her weapon. But she has passive healing abilities, yes. I think, radius-based. Yes. I don't know much else about her. Oh, my God, you're so good. She's blonde. Uh, no. <laughs> Isn't she a redhead? Oh, is she, oh no, she is. Yeah, she is, she is redhead, and her face kind looks a lot like brunette. Mercy, and people are kind of a little weirded out about how similar her face looks to Mercy. Oh, it could be the same face. But, um, yeah, Brigitte is coming Brigitte. to Overwatch. Yeah, I, she's... I, right now, she's on the test servers. The daughter of one of them. Torbjorn. Oh, yeah, and she was... But she was taught by... She used to braid his beard. I think he, she's the it? reason why his Reinhard beard... Reinhardt is her godfather. I did not know that. Um, yeah, so, anyway. Yeah, so she seems like she'll be one of those great in-between characters. She's kind of like a Reinhardt, kind of like a healer. She's got a little bit of team support behind her. So, that's all. Uh, so is, it time for us to, cute. is it time for us to learn something? Yes, it is. It's time for the word, word, word of the week. week, week. <laughs> I like that one. That was new. <laughs> uh, the word of the week is... <laughs> Dick sizzle. I was making a guess. I like that word. What is that? <laughs> uh, it's actually a... I don't even know if it's a real word, but I, it's from like a You Don't Know Jack commercial from like a thousand years ago. Okay. No, but close. Busticate. Busticate. It's a verb. Okay. To busticate. To busticate. Um, it's kind of easy, honest. Um, busticate. I don't know what. Like, what would what's that, the root word? Bust. Was that it? Like, I mean, it's like so. Bust. I mean, I'm thinking like a head. Yeah. Um. To bust something. Or it's like like to bust, like to break something. Yeah. The to act break of breaking two pieces. All right. Busticate. Busticate. Nice. Yeah. That's it's funny. It feels like it feels like a word that someone would make up because they were just trying to describe like someone breaking something and trying to sound important about it. They're like, oh yes, you know, and then they came in and busticated it. It's just yeah. like it sounds like I a, feel like some skate culture somewhere took the word busticate and like that's too much. We'll just say bust. It's busted or busted. Yeah, it's just busted. That's too many too many syllables. What's well, like the word bunkum? I think is what it means bad. And people was like, dude, that's bunk. That's bunk. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah. Bunkum and Busticate. Nice, nice. Well, um, the Vinyl Frontier is a short one today. Go for it. But it's still the Vinyl Frontier. The Vinyl Frontier. Um, so uh, my soundtrack to Pyre arrived. Pyre is the game from Super mm-hmm. Giant Games. They also made Bastion and Transistor. Yes, which both have fantastic soundtracks. This one is also from Darren Korb, same composer. 
Pyre is um is actually really fun. I played it at PSX. It looks stunning. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, the soundtrack is really great. It's three LPs. Um, sounds really good. Um, I like how much Darren Korb plays with genre. Um, he does something kind of new and different every single time. Pyre, if you're curious about the game, because it actually is fun, um, it plays actually like a sports game, but not like any sports game. Oh, it's like a tactics game. It is, but like the best description of how the game kind of plays, it's kind of like NBA Jam. I loved NBA Jam. It's like like in- <laughs> boom shakalaka. He's on fire. He's uh, on fire. It's basically NBA Jam meets ice hockey for the original N- Nintendo. Did you ever play the original like eight bit ice hockey? I did, but I don't remember it. Well, in that one, the biggest like sort of bit of strategy you could do is when you picked your team, you could pick if you had a heavy, a medium, or a super skinny player, like or, you know what your team breakdown was. And because like the big guys were slower, but like it was harder to steal the puck from them. And if you got in a fight, they tended to win. But like the little guys were super fast, and mediums were the balanced character uh in pyre you kind of have like a big a medium and a small character type and each of them have a different sort of radius of effect and so you need to get this blob of water to the competitor's pyre and put it out so basically you're trying to basically dunk an orb of water in this case like basically you're trying to dunk a basketball into this the goal Hmm. and so it kind of plays like nba jam but like based on the different character peop- like types you have, it has that sort of like you know heavy, light, medium thing. So it, it feels like a combo of 8-bit ice hockey for Nintendo and NBA Jam. And I don't know if that would have helped its marketing or not if they mm. told it like that. Because unfortunately, a lot of people are like, oh, I love all games, except for sports. You know, it's similar to like, oh, I like all music, except for rap and country. I don't think that would have helped at all. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like a sports game but at is, all. But it, there was, it was funny. Like, when we started playing it, I was like, I don't really know if I get this game or what it's going for. It doesn't make, like, I don't, I don't really know what the deal is. And then I was playing actually with Alfredo. And he said, oh. he was like, dude, this is basically a basketball game. It's, it's pretty much NBA Jam. And I was like, oh, and then I got it. And then, like, the two of us actually had, like, a really good match between the two of us because we, like, I finally kind of understood, I think, what the game wanted of me. Huh. So, anyway, but the soundtrack to Pyre is fantastic on the website for Supergiant Games. They have two versions of it. One of them is a really nice-looking colored vinyl version, um, and then the other one is a heavyweight deluxe black vinyl set. I did the black one. Well, I gotta get that limited edition deluxo version. Yes. Duh. So, that's the Vinyl Frontier today. Was that also I Am 8-Bit? Or... Nope, that was More released though? through oh, the Supergiant Games. Supergiant. They self-released their soundtracks. Gotcha. Um, fun fact, though, I do think they are the only soundtracks that I Am 8-Bit sells that they did not make themselves. Like, I Am 8-Bit typically, you know, they sell the oh, stuff they make, stuff. but they sell the Supergiant stuff because I think they have a good relationship with that developer, and also those are great fucking soundtracks. Nice. So. All right. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. I do not have. We did not get in a graphic jam. Oh, well. Even though Trump is in town. He's on the west side, though. He's on the west side. There are graphic jams over there. Totally. But here, we're fine. Yeah, smooth roads. Yeah. So no graphic jam tonight. Next I, time. Next time. So on to some newsy stuff. Yes. I have like a metric shit ton of no- of news, but I can blow through it real fast. What do you got? Uh, do you have a couple things? Should we 
Do you want to pepper in through mine? Yeah, you go first, because I really don't have anything. There's only one really... I mean, I could... Yeah, you go. Bye. Well, <laughs> I don't want to actually... I want to steal your thunder if I'm actually going to say what you were going to say. No, you won't. Um, well, me. tonight, uh, just before I came Oh my god, over, I was going to say that. Really? No. Okay. Just before I came over here, uh, I read on the face space. Uh, tonight, by the way, today's the 13th. Uh, it's a Tuesday. Stephen Hawking died. I know, that's so sad. Like, I feel it's a, a, a topic worth covering on a nerdy podcast. On, like, British podcast. Pie day. Right? So, you know, Stephen Hawking died at 76 years old. Um, And uh, yeah, that happened today. And that is uh, sad. A friend of mine wrote on Facebook, RIP, rest in physics. Just the nicest send off. That's cute. So that's that. Um, it's funny. I had so many things bookmarked to talk about, uh, but we didn't talk last week. So some of these are kind of old. Uh, Demon Souls, the game that cr- gave us Dark Souls and Bloodborne yes. and its ilk. Uh, the servers for the PS3 version, or the, the only version of, Dar- of Demon Souls on the PS3. The servers were officially shut down on the 28th of February. Rest in physics. Rest in physics. <laughs> <laughs> Pour one out for Demon Souls. Uh, hopefully we'll get a remaster someday so we can all go back in there and do it again. Yeah. But for now, Demon Souls, you're on your own. You can Bye. still play it. Just no, no, no just jolly cooperation. <laughs> no support. It will not be. Uh, yeah, it'll be harder. So um, there's that uh, on the Overwatch League front. The uh, another player on the Dallas Fuel having some problems. Like said something stupid. Yup. So like couple- Dallas Fuel. Where's that based out of Austin? No. Dallas. Oh my god, I was thinking Texas fuel. Well, also, they are, um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I'm gonna erase erase No, you are not. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, you would have to bottle of wine. Where is that based out of? (laughs) Oh, the thing is, technically, they're all based out of Burbank right now, because they are all in Burbank. Oh my goodness. Even Shanghai is in Burbank right now, so, like, everyone's in Burbank. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, the Dallas fuel, um, their player... (laughs) XQC, he was the one that uh, said that uh, Muma of Houston. The gay one? From Houston. Uh, yeah, the gay one from Houston Outlaws. He's the one that said he could suck a fat cock on his uh, stream and was reprimanded for it. He was suspended for the remaining rounds of round of uh, stage one. Okay, what do you do now? Well, Dallas Fuel, another player, Taimou, Taimou, T-A-I-M-O-U, whatever, that guy, referred to somebody on his stream. Uh, He was playing some game, and uh, probably Overwatch, and I think some other player was annoying him, and he referred to this, I believe, teenager or child as a fucking faggot kid. So, hats off to you, dickhead. The fuck? So, anyway, yeah, so that guy uh, throwing out hate speech on his stream, which is awesome he has been reprimanded i believe by the league um with a, a fine i don't know if he's been suspended for those the rest of the stage like uh xqc was a fine yeah how does that teach anybody anything hey hit him with a hit him in the wallet it can't hurt um and then uh but then there's even been another development since then um i think uh xqc mr muma can fuck it, uh, suck a cock guy yes. I think he did something else that was like stupid. I think he was he was uh spamming an emote that has somewhat racist undertones in Twitch chats. And so he seems to kind of be like a sponge for controversy. He was dismissed by his team. Oh, he is no wow. longer part of the fuel. I have to look him up. What's his name? XQC. I don't know. His, his first name is Felix. So what a dumb piece of shit. Anyway, so X. I do. I really my hat is off to the Overwatch League for 
like holding their players accountable. Oh my god. So, I know who he is. I kind of thought he was a little bit cute before. Well, he He's opens his mouth and the effect is shit. ruined. He kind of, though, looks like the guy who was in the Suicide Forest. Logan. Oh, Logan Paul. He looks like Logan Paul. Yeesh. So, anywho. Oh, yeah, he kind of does. And then he has, he's blonde and he has a punchable face. Yeah, he has like that weird square jaw that, I mean, I have that, but his is stupider. <laughs> yeah, he has that face where you know some dumb shit's going to come out of his mouth. So, anyway, Overwatch League, like, I'm I'm really happy that they're actually holding Dallas people Dallas Fuel releases XQC following multiple Overwatch League codes of conduct violations. Well, yep. peace, motherfucker. So, um, let's see. Uh, next up, Microsoft announced a release date and price point for State of Decay 2, which I worked on the, like, five-minute trailer that premiered at, X- at E3 last year for State of Decay 2. Um, and the game is coming out at a $30 price point, which is... A nice. surprise. I thought it'd be a $60 game. Um, I'm actually really excited to play it because uh, it was already really promising when we worked on it last year. Um, Sweet. $30 price point, May 22nd. So, State of Decay, May 22nd. Yup. And they're doing like a collector's edition, I think, for like 50 bucks that includes like some extra stuff. Statue. Well, no, it's, it's just, I want to include like extra in-game stuff. Oh. And it also includes a digital copy of State of Decay 1. Hmm. Um, so there's that, uh, South, like, are you a South Park watcher? No. Well, many years ago, they had an episode about Casa Bonita. It is a Mexican restaurant in Colorado, uh, in, I think it's in Denver, if, if memory serves, um, where they have a waterfall and they have like a show with a diver in it. And there's like a cave you can wander. It's a very strange experiential Mexican restaurant. I've eaten there once. I kind of like that. And like Casa Bonita has sort of gained infamy due to the South Park episode about it. The DLC, the first story DLC for the fractured butthole is in Casa Bonita. So that's kind of fun. That comes out on uh, the 20th of this month. So it's actually in like a week. Kind of sounds like our um, Clifton Cafeteria. (laughs) Kind of, (laughs) yeah. This one I think you would be interested in. Yes. A game you spoke about this week. Yes. Fortnite (gasps) is coming to mobile. I did hear that. And, and I'm um, confused. From right here, and like, there's a waiting list. Yeah, like you already sign up, I think, to get on, uh, like, I don't know, like an early access thing or something for iOS. And then it's, they say it's coming to Android soon. And then um, the rumor is that they're going to include cross-platform play. So you can actually play, like, PS4 versus iPhone. I don't understand how it's going to work. I have no idea either, but um, I'm certainly intrigued by it. I'm intrigued. Steven signed up for it. Oh, good. I do not play games on my phone. I have zero games on my mobile. Wow. But what about, you should get balls. I don't have balls. <laughs> you should get balls. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, my phone might blow up if I try anything. Well, you should get balls on your iPad. I do have an iPad. I just don't play games on that stuff. But you could. I could. You could. Yeah. Um, anywho. So, uh... Then um, I just have one sort of like big blob. Then you want to do your news, and then we'll come back from my last one. Okay. Um, so Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct. Lots of news was discussed. All very, very exciting news. Um, I'll go through most of it pretty fast. Okay. They've announced that there is going to be a Super Smash Brothers for the Switch coming out yes. this year. Saw that. Holy shit. 
Holy turd. Fart. I love that they announced that, and within nine months, we're going to have a new Smash Brothers. That's so cool. What character would you want in Smash Brothers? Samus, every time, always Samus. No, but somebody that's not in it so far. Oh, man. Well, I would say Little Mac, but he's in it now. Um, Bayonetta's in it, too. Holy shit. Like, there's so many in there that are already in there now. I think I'd want maybe one of the Koopalings. Wendy. Huh. I want Wendy Koopa. Really? That's interesting. Or Roy. I like his glasses. Mm. Anyway. So, yeah. I think I would want... Um, 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 oh, well, they have Kid Icarus already. Pit, yes. Pit. But I want the, um, the wizard. The eggplant doctor? Eggplant doctor. I think he's so dope. I loved him in Captain and the Game Master. Totally. (laughs) What about, oh, King Hippo. But once he falls down, he'd never get back up. There could be, like, a special. He farts. Oh, okay. The whole stage rumbles and knocks people (laughs) off. (laughs) Dear Nintendo. Dear Nintendo. Um, so, um, they've also announced Mario Aces Tennis coming out this year for the Switch. Uh, there's a new WarioWare game coming for the 3DS, which I love those games. Um, the pre-orders for Detective Pikachu for the 3DS are live. Damn. They're doing a remake of Luigi's Mansion for the GameCube for the 3DS. Damn. Which is one of my favorite games for the GameCube. Um, Okami HD coming to the Switch. Mm. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, one of the best games for the Wii you coming to the switch with additional content crash bandicoot insane trilogy the remaster of crash bandicoot that you were three that i worked on uh for the ps4 it is coming to the switch nice wow a playstation mascot coming to nintendo right i kind of live for that well i mean mario and sonic have already competed in the olympic games together that's true um and when sonic's in smash brothers that's true too yeah it's crazy uh south park the fractured butthole and likely it's casa bonita dlc are coming to the switch huh south park on the switch um and uh travis strikes again the new no more heroes game we heard a little bit more about that i don't think we have a date or any real concrete stuff we know it's gonna i think they said the game's gonna span seven different genres i'm intrigued i don't know it uh no more heroes is a very very like violent over the top kind of crazy game it originally came out for the wii and then the sequel, Desperate Struggle. Also we for don't need another hero. That's a good, that's a good, uh, good thing there. Thanks. I like it. <laughs> um, and then lastly, like the big announcement for that I was super excited about at the Nintendo Direct, they uh, are doing a Dark Souls Solaire of Astora amiibo. That's little figure. I, I know what an amiibo is. I know, I'm just I'm reminding you. And he's doing the, <laughs> he's doing the praise the sun gesture. And um, unfortunately, it is a GameStop exclusive, and it's already sold out. And unfortunately, GameStop has gone out of business, so it will be not available That's, for anybody. Well, they're sold out already. I'm kind of pissed. And like on eBay, people are listing them for anywhere from $70 to $130. Those dickheads. I don't think anyone's buying them at that price, but they're being listed at that price. Hopefully, when it actually comes out in May, there will be... A pile of them. I love how everybody finds a money-making opportunity for everything. So gross. I just want to buy the fucking Amiibo. Yeah. So, oh, also... who do shit like that. Shit, there was more here. Undertale is coming to the Switch, and Hyrule Warriors for the Switch has a release date in May, May oh, 18th. That's so, nice. very, very, very uh, eventful Nintendo Direct. Like, it's, it seems like the Switch is going to have a real good year. Like, last year was already really great. One of the best launch years, I think, of any console ever. Yeah. And they're kind of winding up for a pretty big year having Smash Brothers come out the second year. Even though I don't play the Nintendo very much anymore, uh, Stephen actually just bought a Switch. What? Yes, and we do have Legend of Zelda here. We just can't play it because we don't have the, the system. But even though I don't play it that much, I appreciate that it's still around. 
Sorry, I burped. You sound a little um, choked up there for a minute. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, I was Nintendo. Burp- I was burping. It's you get okay. all I got clumped. But I do appreciate that it's doing well. So. Once Breath of the Wild is honestly really, really, really good. No, it's one of those games, though, that if I get into, though, I swear, I don't know what's going to happen. You're going to have fun. I'm going to have fun. Yeah, let's have some fun. Right. Let's buy some shoes. Let's buy Let's some shoes. Let's do it. Let's uh-huh. do it. Uh, cool. <laughs> so um, what you got for news? Because I got one last one that we're going to end on. Okay. Well, I'm sure you heard that Kristen Wiig will play Cheetah in Wonder Woman the sequel. I did not hear that. Who is Cheetah? She is an arch nemesis, arch oh, villain. Of she's Wonder the bad Woman. guy. She's the bad guy. Because oh. you know the second, the sequel is taking place in the eighties. No, I did not. So know they're that. skipping to because I've learned so much right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, it's official. Patty Jenkins um, announced it, and yeah. So Cheetah is a character who I always thought was not a white person. I just had this assumption that maybe it was my own thing, but I always assumed she wasn't. But apparently she is ever since 1943 when she was created. And since 1943, she's had different reincarnations. Um, I'm just going to read this off since I wrote it. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) She's had a double... She was a double personality actress in 1943... She was a brainwashed rich niece of some character at some point. She was a man named Sebastian at one point when a man convinced the plant god to possess the cheetah power, saying he would do a better job with it. And there's also the most recent reincarnation is a British archaeologist, uh, and she's a woman. And so um, in the newest rendition, her powers are conferred to her by ingesting a combination of human blood and the berries or leaves of the plant god Usakaga. Like you do. Usakaga. And says, unfortunately for the... British archaeologist, her name's Minerva. The host of the cheetah persona is intended to be a virgin, and Minerva is, however, not a virgin, and the transformation becomes a curse instead of a blessing. So she has, things happen. So that's how cheetah is basically, I think of her as like the sadder version of Dark Phoenix. Okay. So it's kind of like a, a virus or an entity that takes over a person. So it's not actually the person. It's okay. kind of like there's something like a, a god who takes over them. So Kristen Wiig's going to play her. And um, she's kind of like a bloodthirsty cat. All right, then. And she's super powerful. And she can take on Wonder Woman. Good to know. Yeah. But I, seriously, I had no idea of the new ones And you can 80s. also play with as her in um, uh, Injustice. Gods Among Us. Yeah. Or Injustice 2, maybe. Okay. I forget which one. Yeah. Crazy. That's my update from Wonder Woman. Nice. Thanks. Well, um, so my last little bit of news is actually an I am 8-bit reference, which, by the way, I did run into one of the uh, the owners of I am 8-bit at the Dice Awards, and I Please. mentioned to him that we want to have him on. He was like, yeah, let's do it. So we need to call him. Nice. Um, so uh, they <laughs> – this is a – this is a, like I, – I can't believe uh, I'm doing this. Um but I can. We all know me. Um, so this is a thing from my Maypit that I will be buying. It's only $236,000. Park your judgments. So no. here we go. 
um, for the game. Did you play the game inside? No, but we talked about it a lot, and I watched somebody play through the entire game. Okay. So I know it. So I absolutely love that game, and, yes. I, and that game had quite a surprise towards the end. Yes. Um. So, but part of the fun of Inside is not knowing what it's going to do, just sort of experiencing it and just like, you know, because everything about that game is so tight and curated and fascinating. Um, so they're doing a collector's edition of Inside. They've partnered with Playdead Studios, the game developer, and they've also partnered with Real Doll. Real Doll is known for having like $2,000 realistic sex dolls. Oh, that's right. Like, their core competences would be, like, realistic modeling and latex work, probably. Yes. Like, so it's not doesn't necessarily have to be, like, you know, a sex doll. They just make interesting sculptures that often look like sex dolls. flesh. Yeah. Um. So who knows how they're involved? Because this collector's edition, all we know is it's $375. Uh-huh. It includes a physical copy of the game for the PlayStation 4. Okay. It includes Steam codes for inside and limbo okay and it contains other things that's Brought all we to know you by real doll it's literally it, it's actually i think it's called a mystery it's literally a mystery box and a 400 hundred dollar mystery box rob a 375 and dollar mystery box that comes with yeah a game two game codes you are nuts and other that game is free and other things and we know that at least one of those other things is manufactured or partnered with real doll i have no idea what's in this i'm absolutely intrigued and terrified Can't you just wait till somebody else posts a photo well, no the, the, but here's the thing even on the the, the web page where you can order it they're very frank with you they say like you know will you tell us what's in it no if this makes you anxious don't order it when will it ship it'll ship when it's ready if that makes you anxious don't order it they're very frank about it. And the way they're and doing why it. why are they doing this? Just to make money or to build hype? It's like all businesses are open just to make money. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I don't know. Like they're getting a lot of coverage on it because this is an interesting tactic. But also if you think about it, it suits the game. The game, when it was advertised, gave you barely an idea of what was in it. And the game has quite a surprise by the time it's done. This collector's edition, maybe, maybe a, it might be a year, like a year, year and a half after the game came out which is a bummer but the fact that it is just kind of playing with this mystery element is really i love how you're making a 400 dollars gamble well i'm using my tax refund for it so it's not really like it's money i was counting it's the on government yeah it's, i'm getting some money back and i'm using it for it um but like uh they've said that the the high cost of it covers the contents within and tariffs and shipping because they say the box is going to be fairly large and fairly heavy oh my god it's gonna be a weird placenta baby well and like and they, they even say like the uh what the, the way they're doing the quantities of it they're making as many as they need to to cover the pre-orders between like march 8th and june 8th you're literally giving them the right to send you anything they Te want to technically send you. they could send me a box full of trash and that's the chance i'm willing to take or a brick with a smiley face drawn on it they totally could but thing is like you know that's part of the risk you take i don't think that's actually what they're going to do because the nice thing is i made bed actually does stuff that's on brand and yeah. really cool and so and they're only making as many as they get pre-orders for then pre once pre-orders are closed done forever that's the production run and then they're going to ship them when they're ready and uh that'll be it all right
So anyway, fun little thing that I I like even I can't totally believe I'm doing it, but uh, when I get my tax refund, I will be pre-ordering because that sounds ludicrous. It sounds that's the word you're looking for. Yeah, but also, uh, how cool is that? It's such a cool idea. I mean, it is cool. If I just had. I mean, if, yeah, I guess. If you've got the money to burn, it's a really, I think the payoff will be worth it. If it's a choice between eating and this thing, then it's obvious that, you know, this is kind of, you know, yeah. essential and worth foregoing food for. Unless you can <laughs> sell it for more afterwards. Which, you know, that's uh, not my style. <laughs> I'm pissed at people who are reselling their pre-orders for an Amiibo. The last thing I would want to do is uh, I'm yeah. pre-ordering that thing because I want it. Yeah. So that's cool. my news. Nice. And I am, I mean, I had other news, but it's not even that important anymore. So let's oh, no. well, move on to the question. We have some time for some news if you have more no, news. No, it's actually I think not it's that one interesting. Thing. Um, oh, I'll just say one of the smaller things. Well, do a couple. Well, we all saw that Trump met with the game leaders on March 8th, which yeah. was a bunch of bullshit, apparently. Yeah. Um, so that happened. And also, Fortnite is now the most watched video game on Twitch. Really? Yeah. So it took over League of Legends. And I'm sure League of Legends is pretty pissed about that. Well, League of Legends was holding that title, I think, for a long time. And I'm sure they were hoping to hold that title for forever. Well, yeah. But wow, guess what? Crazy. They didn't. Sorry. <laughs> that didn't sound like a very sincere apology nope. or well-wishing for them. No, because I think Fortnite's more interesting than watching League of Legends, honestly. Okay. Yeah, but that's just my two cents. What I, do I know? I think you actually might be right. Yeah, I agree. Are we ready for the crush? Oh, yes. I'm ready for the crushes. It's just a little crush. Crush. <laughs> of the week. Crush. <laughs> You want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, mine is uh, another real-life human uh, from the Overwatch League. He plays for the San Francisco Shock. His name is... God, what's with you and real people? Yeah, I'm sorry. I have crushes on real people. His name is Dak. Um, he uh, It's D-H-A-K. Uh, his name is Daniel, I believe, or Dan. D-H-A-K. Mm-hmm. I'll look him um, up. He was born... Oh, shit. He was born, I think, in, like, South America, and, um, but he was raised, I think, in Spain. And so, um, but yeah. Oh. Most photos of him actually do not do him justice. He looks much better in motion. He's very smiley. <laughs> he seems very cool. And, um, he is one of the beefier people on the Overwatch League. Like, he's actually, like, and not, like, you know, just, like, overweight gamer type. He's actually kind of, like, thick. Like, he actually takes care of himself a little bit. Yeah, he's handsome, and he has, like, frosted tips. Yeah, he has, like, full-on blonde hair right now, which is maybe a mistake for him, but it's okay. He's still kind of cute, and he, when he smiles, it's nice. And um, he's one of the older people in the Overwatch League as well, which makes me feel less creepy for crushing on him. How old is he? He's 28, the ripe old age oh of 28. Oh, my God. He's an Overwatch grandpa Seriously, senior citizen. grandpa dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go throw myself off your roof now. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, he, is, he seems to be, I mean, hopefully he's not... Um, monster uh so far jake has proven to not be a monster handsome. and dak i think so far has proven to not be a monster either so kudos to you keep up the good work you are doing the lord's work and you are officially a crush of the week right boom i mean that's more than it's weight and money well and, and it's also a very select group when it comes to real life people so far it's 
three that I three real life people I have actually named as oh, my Oh, we crush. didn't do an Overwatch update. I thought we were going to do that. Oh, well, that one we didn't have time for. Why did we have time? Uh, well, okay. Well, no, do do the Overwatch League update. Well, I don't have it. Up. Oh, well, Overwatch League stage two is currently happening. We're in week two of stage two, and uh, or I think week three is about to start. And last week we saw Houston beat Florida. Okay, barely standings in overtime on Thursday. Sounds good to me. I think that's what happened. I was like freaking out. Do you know who's in number one first place? Uh, Excelsior. Yes. NYXL is number one. Two. Spitfire. Soul Dynasty. Soul Dynasty. Damn it. Three. Spitfire. London Spitfire. Four. Houston. Outlaws. No, our very own Los Angeles Valiant. Oh, Valiant's doing well. Who is my um, icon for my profile on Overwatch. Oh. Yes. The Valkyrie helmet? Yeah, it's so cute. Five. Houston Outlaws. Yeah, Jake. Six. Philadelphia, Philadelphia Fusion. Fusion. Seven. Don't know. Boston Uprising. Uh, Eight. Now we into Gladiators. Gladiators. Nine. That's... Shh. No, it's not the Shanghai Dragons. No, it's... Uh... Shh, shh, shh. Ah. Oh, the San Francisco Shock with Ten. Dak. Da- yeah, your girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Dallas, Fu- Dallas Fuel. Eleven. Uh, Florida Mayhem. And twelve. Shanghai Dragons. At zero and sixteen. I can't believe I was actually able to name that many. I know that was good. That good was a job. little alarming. <laughs> yeah. I like the Overwatch League. Yeah. It's good stuff. I could have maybe done half of that. Ooh, and also now if you link your Twitch account with your Battle.net or your Blizzard account, mm-hmm. and if you sign into Twitch yeah. and watch the Overwatch League for every match you watch, you earn League tokens. You earn League tokens Ooh, that better. you can use to buy League gear. Your League gear uh, nice. from your favorite teams for your favorite heroes. I never got to do that. That's everyone at work has as soon as the league starts, everyone has Twitch open on their computers while they do other stuff. Those nerds. Yeah, so I work with a bunch of nerds. <laughs> Love them all. Cute. Oh, my crush. Yes, crushing is from Overwatch. And you'll never guess who. <laughs> uh i'm guessing it's mercy no brigitte no oh i said mm. you'll never guess well you already said you've already had moira um fine i will never guess junkrat real but Whoa. junkrat in the beach rat skin oh yes i think he's hot he's super like he's a little scandalous he has like this hot tan line where a thong could maybe have been <laughs> um he's got a bottle of oozing sunscreen coming out his back pocket Whoa. toward his booty hole <laughs> and um he's got board shorts which i always think are hot beach rat beach rat yeah and to top it off on his nose he's wearing like 80s zinca uh zinc That's sunscreen fine. which is cute and he carries a rubber ducky <laughs> And his hair is much more, like, under control. Yeah, he's kind of cute. He's like a well, little I, surfer bro. I love how smiley he is. Yeah. yeah. It's, I have to say, I like the sort of uh, the beachy. Oh, or you the... can't even see his, his tan line in that picture. No. Here, I'll I... show it to you. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's so sexual. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. It's well, like it's... a jockstrap G-string something situation I, going on. I do <laughs> like that, um, like the sort of uh, summer wear that they did for them, even like McCree. Because I think we talked about how, like, McCree um his summer look was uh like just because he's all sorts of like abs a lot of people were way into to summer mccree 
Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I've never seen anybody play as him. Wow. Oh my God, that's my crush for next week. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there, there's, there's Summer McCree. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, look at his booty. Yeah, f- so save that one for next time. Oh, I love. Okay. Summer McCree. There you go. Close up of the booty face. So good. Anywho. So yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. I think we just did a podcast yeah, again. Yeah, we did. Now we've gone and done it. Did it. You're welcome, all y'all. Gratefuls. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, by the way, and thanks for putting up with our antics our schedule that doesn't make any sense oh yeah that thing um you can follow me on at satine the dream on instagram and twitter and on at satine on twitch yes you can follow <laughs> me sorry i was like i need to find out where i'm on the sheet here uh, you can follow me on twitter at fast danger or on instagram and twitch at mr gladstone where mr is spelled out yeah and you can follow the podcast at bitdiff podcast on twitter instagram and facebook or you can send us an email at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com we have new episodes every wednesday except for last week except which i'm very sorry for the weeks we don't record but for the most part really every wednesday we're always targeting every wednesday we promise we will have a new podcast every wednesday unless we record a podcast unless we don't record a podcast that too okay uh <laughs> all right and uh, would you kindly follow rate and comment in itunes google play and youtube not mm-hmm. youtube not sorry ignore that one nope. iTunes and no itunes no youtube we're, YouTube. we're, we're exiting that for now well i have a giant zit on my nose today so it's really for and the best I that we're not giant zit on my belly button it's like an ingrown hair that See, i like it's re- out. it's really for the best that we're not streaming any video on this thing today we, oh, we're just messes so gross yeah ew no good <laughs> all right well thank you <laughs> <laughs> and chelsea's bye-bye